Hello, I am with Michael and Sneeko, and I am Paul, and today we're going to talk about the book Deserted on Lake Desolation by Heidi Sprouse, which is the sequel to Adirondack Sundown. Heidi Sprouse is a kindergarten teacher and then part-time writer. All right, guys, so let's begin. So where do we want to bring it? Do we want to start I mean, chapter one? If we're going to start at the beginning, I, it didn't start out too bad. I thought... I thought um, Starting out with Jim being, like, the main character in this, I thought that was a good change of pace from um, uh, from the first book, um, where Graham was the main character. Um, yeah, so it, it's good to switch up the characters, because yeah. you don't want to... You can, but you don't want to necessarily follow the same person throughout mm-hmm. the, the whole series. It added, it added a lot to the story, and it made uh, the story a really interesting... Um, it made a lot of... Uh, different impacts, um, and it, the character storyline really developed differently from the first book. It, it definitely focused more on Jim rather than Graham. With going along with that, though, I really thought that her development of Jim was good, but I thought that she pushed Graham too much because it, the book was supposed to be about Jim as the guy that was torn up inside, that was absolutely going through all this stuff. And then every couple chapters or so, every little tidbit, there was talking about Graham being torn up by this as well. And I, I feel like it really just took away from the impact that Jim had. In yeah, yeah but if, if you want the, the whole scenario, you had to get Graham involved to kind of compare and contrast what happened with him in the past with Sarah instead of just kind of letting it go. Oh, yeah. I think it. I think it added a bit of a layer to it. Yeah, but it definitely felt a little bit like they. Uh, she was pushing Graham too much into it. Yeah, she, like, she was definitely forcing him in there. And I mean, yeah, I agree with you that she could have just kind of like let him coast instead of trying to push him more up to where Jim was instead of making him or like instead of having him equal to just kind of having him being a secondary character. Yeah, instead of a primary character. And from there, we can actually kind of talk about the setting of the book in the book series in general. And the reason that these books are really unique and interesting is they're set, for the most part, in the Adirondack Park, which is yeah. obviously where we live. Yeah. And it really added an interesting and like kind of a like very close-to-home um, type feel to the book. And most of the settings and most of the places are fairly local, um, everywhere from Rockwood State forest which was which i think is it's right in johnstown yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's about 20 minutes 15 minute drive up to um where uh, the title of the book is in lake desolation um cane mountain other uh, very other local places that we know and are familiar with and it really made it more interesting well she also likes to push the the fact that in the book it, it, you always hear graham talk about how how vast and how like large the Adirondack Park is, and that that adds another layer of, well, what could be next, or where could the person be, or yeah. what's going to well, what also, can unfold. Also, uh, some people don't really think of the Adirondacks as this huge place. When you think of Adirondacks, you think of small uh, little place, but everybody doesn't really understand how big the Adirondacks yeah. is, and this book definitely uh, shows you how big the Adirondacks is. It's really interesting. Like, we see it firsthand. Like, we are kind of... We're not in the heart of the Adirondacks, but we're like we're right here. We're the foils of it, and we see the vastness of it, and we see all this. 
So when they say, like, in the books, that there's so many potential places that a person could be if they were to get lost, they're not kidding. It goes on for... It's almost endless. It's, like, seemingly endless. Like, if you get lost, then there's a probably decent chance that you're not going to get found. Yes, um, the, the vastness is... And they, it does. Graham really makes a point. He always... He brings up at least... I think it was like three or four times throughout the book. He's like, well, there's 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 anywhere in this park that there could be found. There's millions and millions of acres. Yep. Which, and from that, that made me like, in the first book as well, but it made me, when he was like, I've just got a feeling, I'm going to go here. <laughs> I'm just going to go here. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, sh- oh crap, like that's, they were there, or they found a clue there. Like, I, that was, it was weird. I mean, I, I it wasn't I, like I get it's a book, but at the same time, that sense of realism that they the author tried to convey throughout the book kind of was lost there because there's so many places you could go, and then all of a sudden you had a gut feeling to go to the exact right place. I mean, with it, how big it is, yeah, I, yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. It, I'd rather him stumble on it than have a gut feeling and go straight towards. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the next clue. Well, because the first really big clue came in Rockwood, so instead of pushing like Graham had a gut feeling to go to Rockwood. Couldn't they have said something along the lines of Graham went with his wife to Rockwood for a hike or something like that for a leisurely day, and then it, it kind of they stumbled upon yeah. it. Like no, no. Well, well, well. In this book, I think she did a better job though because you yeah. see you see Graham and Jim go along and try to go up to different places. Snowy Mountain is where Jim went. He uh, where Graham found him, where he sprained his ankle falling yeah. down. There was nothing. He was nowhere near any clues there. But that's where the one girl went missing. So he thought that that could be a place. Which, so I think she did a lot better of a job in this book, kind of just circling around and not like going to one yeah. specific point here and there. It was weird, though, like how many different events there were in the book that didn't matter. That yeah. were there probably yeah. for character development's sake, but that in the end, like, ha- like you'd read a section and be like, okay, what does this have to do to tie into the end? And then by the time you reach the end, you'd be like, hmm. Those sections really meant nothing. Like, there was no... There's definitely a couple, couple chapters, but you didn't really... Yeah, care. like, you could definitely skip around the book it was, if you... It was fillers. It, was, it yeah. wasn't so much needed, but it was, well, I can make this longer and it adds a little bit more of a story, but it's not as yep. important as here, here, and here. Which, I mean, again, they kind of repeated certain aspects of it, which... Uh, part of the repeating was was Jim and Graham's issues. It was either Jim or Graham that messed up, and then they kind of had the uh, consequences for their action. Off, and the, the consequences they faced for the most part were it was the line. same consequences. Yeah, over and was, over again. It was Jim's wife yeah. and Graham's wife getting upset for a little while. Um, Them having talking, to make up. Yeah, making up, and then after they made up, everything was kind of. Status quo again, like Jeannie, who was or Jenny Jeannie, Jeannie. Who, was, <laughs> <laughs> who was Jim's wife, ended up basically making up with Jim and then saying she's always here for him, whatever he needs, and and this this this, and that she's just afraid of what he's hiding. And then everything was kind of good for a while, and then Jim would do something else, and the same it, thing would happen. It was it, it was, was just a repetitive it was wheel. It was it was a chapter by chapter thing. There was. Yeah, unless unless it cut to one of the other characters, mm-hmm. if unless it was like Graham or Gabe, which we haven't talked about yet, but Gabriel, unless it was going to one of them, it just kind of it was 
he gets he gets an envelope. He yeah. he hides something. He has a breakdown. He goes. He rushes to climb a mountain or go and look for something <laughs> on his own time. And he lies to his wife. He gets home. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry." And then and it was boom. everything was good again. It was I don't know how many times. It was like at least it was like five to ten times it, it happened throughout the book. It, it like in just reading it, it got it seemed like the same like the same exact situation over mm-hmm. and over again, and it, it was almost expected. And it, it just dragged down. The middle of the book dragged down because it was like, okay, when are they going to find a clue to actually hone them in on the right way to go, where the girl, the lost girls could be? And it just kept going and going to a point. And then, I mean, by the time the end of the book rolled around, there was about, uh, I want to say four, there were four, five. Four, there were four taken, and then there were three that were killed. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Because because uh, Jenny was the last well, one. Well, five technically, if you include the we're not including Jenny. Okay, yeah, but I All mean, right, fine. so and I I don't know the exact time within I the think story. It was two that months. Include. It said it was about was two it two months? months? It was over the summer. But about two months would be a fairly realistic timeline. Mm-hmm. But just the way that they filled that timeline was, I didn't particularly like it. I I thought it kind of ran on and dragged, but. I would have rather they uh, spread the time out line out more. Right, like the seven months keep, that yeah. um, Sarah was missing with Graham. Because yeah. with Graham, there was the like last book. two times where he completely broke down. Yeah. And that's, you know, instead expected. Of, but instead of every single time. Yeah. Right. I mean, I get Every he week getting, he had an issue going on. I mean, I yeah. get that he was getting, like, probably letters like, every, like, couple of weeks. Because, yeah, uh, the two. Speaking right. of letters, would you. Would you have told uh, your wife if you got le- if you were an officer and you were getting letters from the person you're trying to hunt? But there's letters. Letters. Let's let's clarify. Letters of of, of dead people in your family. And yes. Your friends. Right, family. Your family. Your friends. And you were told to not share this information, or they would all get hurt. How? Would you would have done what Graham did, or would you have done what Jim did? And Jim had. Jim held it all inside. He didn't tell anybody. Yes. And Graham, once he received the first ones, including Jim, when Jim was taken, he went and he told his... He called Johnstown Police Chief. He called his chief. He called his what? Well, he didn't call his wife. He told his he told wife her. as soon as she walked in the door. Well, she didn't. he didn't tell her exactly, though. He just kind well, of said, well, gave, something happened. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and that's what I think I would do is I, I would say, okay, something happened. If, if, I'm, in the, if I'm in Jim's shoes and, uh, and something happen where I got a letter saying like don't tell your family anything or they will be killed this 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 I'd straight up move them out of there I'd say something happened yeah. I'm going to move them to a safe place and I'm going to do this on my own I'm not going to have my family involved in any way yeah put them under protective services yeah something like that I mean but there was just so many different outlets other than just letting them sit there in their home still unprotected while he's hunting them and he's still getting pictures of them at their house and their children exactly like, Jim's approach really didn't help, his help him at no, all. No, no. Like, if anything, it completely screwed him over. Yeah, if I, anything, he could have brought the files to forensics, and then they could have gone yeah. through it, maybe speed the, sped it up a little. Well, at the at the end, they said that Gabriel... Let's talk about Gabriel yeah. first, because, okay. because we're, we're going to start getting into Gabriel, and we haven't discussed him much. So, Gabriel begins at... We, we see Gabriel at the beginning of the story... And he's struggling with, with asthma and breathing problems. He has allergies. He's in a rundown apartment in the middle of probably I think it was Johnstown. Yeah, yeah. He, Johnstown. Lived, he lived close to where he worked, and his work was placed in Johnstown. And he, we get the, 
the feeling that he'd been abused because it starts off with him getting his ribs cracked by his father. We don't know what led up to that yet, but it, it comes later on in the story. But he's he's pictured as like a, a more of a frail, just kind of outsider that it's just there. It was a very weird person to make into the um, into the main antagonist, the main villain. Like, I mean, it makes sense with his past, but yeah, at the same yeah. time, though, every time they described him, they used words like wiry, thin, like he was mm-hmm. a runt. Like, he was just so... It seemed like malnourished, and it seems like he's just this small guy that ended up picking up prey, and he ended up, like... Killing prey, not with a gun or anything like that. Like, he's strangling. strangling, yeah, strangling. Which it, it was really interesting dynamic to see, like this the way the one side described him, and the, the way the outside world described him, and then the way he described himself, described himself, and the way that he imposed his power upon other people. I mean, well, also, even though he's really, really scrawny, uh, it says in the book he has huge, yeah, hands, yeah, like massive like, hands. Like you still have to have the strength to be able well, to yeah, like, but keep people down though, and, and kidnap them in the first place. Yeah, like that—that's what made it a really weird dynamic. And like the other part of it was like, you need to know his backstory and his mother and his father yeah. and all that to get where he's coming from in the first place. But at the same time, there were certain parts that didn't really matter. I like, think most of what she included though did like yeah, help build upon. It did. It, it started. The only part where it started getting a bit repetitive is when he was in the middle of the woods or just kind of roaming around. You could hear his yeah. dad's voice. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, the dad's voice was starting to get a little repetitive. Yeah. I, you can put it in every once in a while, but she was starting to, like, Well, because she used the same it. words over and over yeah. again to run, stuff like that. Get over here, you little brat, this, this, this. And it, yeah. it just made it very... It made it seem like the same thing over and over again. Um, I mean, but she introduced the character well, yeah. I think. Definitely, um, and I I enjoyed I th- the parts that like Jim and Graham went into his store for various reasons. Oh yeah, and, like and then he, he was, was there. right there. He was the one who. I I, like, I love those little points where uh, the cross paths for, for any books uh, when the uh, main character uh, ends up uh, crossing the well the supposed bad character. I I love when they do that in books because yep. it makes you think oh. Who, who else could possibly be bad? And they would have no idea the whole time. Like, they, he, he even dropped them hints. Yeah. And he gave... He was like, well, you have a beautiful wife and kids. You have... Here's these flowers. Thank you for what you did. And But you hear that out of the blue, though. You, I, I don't think you think anything of it. Like, if... if no, but she but she would she would put in that. Yeah. They, oh, like, yeah. had, like, a, a wrong or off feeling about him saying that. But they never put two and two together. Yeah, they right. never... They well, because how could you? Like, But at the end, they were like, well... How did I not realize? Yeah, because like, oh, of the wow. uh, Gabriel's car, it was uh, everywhere that they looked. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. When, once they thought back, it was you know down the street. They passed it hundreds and hundreds of times, but never thought of it because he was hiding in plain sight. Yeah, he for the most part, and like that—that's the other difference between um, him in the first uh, books, villain King Johnson is King Johnson was. In the woods, he was secluded, he was off on his own. And then, he was his own person. And then Gabriel was just out in the open, pretty much at all times, uh, and he kept himself... Composed. Enough. He kept himself composed, and he kept himself, like, in everyone else's view as this 
as that wiry little runt that... Like he could never do this. Yeah, he could yeah. never do this. He exactly. Would, it wouldn't happen. But if we're going to bring up Kane Johnson, Kane Johnson does later come back in the book for a nice cameo. And, okay, yeah, and, yes. and, and, I, and starts... I, I think that was I, a nice I, touch. Yes. Him him coming back and you, you, you think... Graham brings up the fact that he has one person that he can turn to that knows the woods better than anybody. Yeah. And I didn't expect it. But I also was kind of thinking, I was like, huh, I wonder who I, that could yeah. be. I, well, I didn't see that at all coming, at all. I didn't, I, I thought Kane Johnson would be gone yeah, forever. And then apparently now he's friends with him. He's friends with him. Well, yeah, we, missed, knows him. we missed two books in the series. Or one book, two books in the series, I think. Did we? Yeah. Well, I, I thought this book was supposed to be um, right after Sundown. And then the other two books were supposed to be no. on a different. This one is book four. Um so we missed two books in the in-between, which you could see, like, bits and pieces of it when they said, like, uh, Jim fell off a mountain or a cliff early in the story in this. I I was lost for a minute. I was like, okay, that probably happened in book two or three or something along the lines of that. And same with Kane because they never came out and said, like, oh, Kane is dead or Kane is in jail. So I always wondered if he was going to come back. And then by the time he actually rolled around in the end, I was actually pretty surprised. And she did a good job incorporating him like, yeah. into the whole thing. So we don't know exactly what we were talking about, so we're going to pick up again with how she incorporated Kane. And with incorporating Kane, it was, again, it, it was weird that, like, non-existent throughout the entirety of the book, and then just, like, oh, all of a sudden, just right there, just pull him out of nowhere. I mean... But, but I like how she also kind of put in the fact that he's still kind of his own person. He's kind of still out of the way, because oh, yeah. he was down some road... In the dark, oh, Graham was trying to find him. Yeah, he was uh, in the Graham missed for the turn because it's like a gravel road that goes up that you can't really see too well. And it goes yep. back forever. He was in the middle of nowhere and like pulling him was like a last card scenario. Like he, he, was, was, he was the last kind of trick. And um, I mean, it, it ended up working. Uh, but it, it was still weird to see like Kane, who was once this uh, terrible guy because he kidnapped Sarah, turn into this hero. Um, but at the same time, it's not surprising because he was never made out to be this evil type of person like Gabriel was. Like Gabriel was straight evil from the get go, but Kane was kind of he he wasn't this. I mean, it, like, he wasn't the serial killer that was killing everybody within the Adirondacks. He was just lonely, and he was driven to do what he did out of loneliness. And that, again, that's the complete opposite of Gabriel. Who well, that's just... that's that's what um that's what he brought up when at the towards the end when yeah. he was face to face with Gabriel. Yes, yeah. Gabriel brought up the fact that because okay, backtrack a little bit. Gabriel had in the hut or the little like shack mm -hmm. that he had set up that he. he brought his victims to he had posters and not posters but magazine not magazines oh my gosh he had pictures newspaper pictures newspaper, newspaper yeah. clippings it was like a shrine it was it was a shrine that had kane johnson just like as his his idol which was the other weird thing though like his gabriel's drive was two things it was it was killing those girls out that for that was the backstory about like his mother and his father that you got like that he killed those girls because of what his father did to him and um in, but the other side of it was like he did all that to get the attention of Jim and well, Graham. He had, well, he had done it before though, because you get right. a, a hint back to like his. He tried back. 
he, when he was lost in like the foster yeah. care system, yeah. when he was at a camp, he tried strangling some girl and he failed. And then you get another uh, hint at the first time he was successful, which was I don't yep. know, how, however many years later in his his teens, his twenties. Well, the first person he killed was his father. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, think that, I mean, that kind of just ignited everything. That and the beatings, but I'm saying the first the first girl that really? he yeah. he made victim to, she was. They were just out for a drive. They got out of the car. They were going for a walk, uh-huh. and he just decided to strangle. Her. I just thought it was weird the two type the like two motivation type setup where it was like the his father beating him and his mother and all that stuff. And the thrill he got from killing, and then the other side of it was he wanted to get revenge for Kane, basically. Yeah, like he wanted to get he wanted to kill Jim and Graham to get even with Kane for what they did to him. But at the same time, Kane didn't obviously wasn't. Yeah, Kane, Kane was, wasn't. Kane, he, he was just lonely, and Graham knows that. That's why he's uh, working with uh, yeah. him. And he had a completely different character. He wasn't. Yeah. yeah, he he didn't have like a a a bad past. He didn't have anything to like hold against anybody right. per se. He just had he's lonely. The loss of his family. He was in the, and he, he was in the woods with no one else. All he knew was his family, and then now they're all dead and he doesn't know how to cope with that yeah and he all he knows is that he needs to get someone in his house because he's tired of being lonely but he doesn't want to go out in the world well the thing actually well at first he was just trying to get somebody to care for his sister yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and that was just him trying to help his his family out but then when he put together that she's not gonna survive this then yeah he he just taking it for myself but but he would develop into this we see he has a wife he has a child he always was a caring person though. yeah yeah he, he was know, caring was he, mo- he moved caring. past that always- and and since he was he was just so he, he was just the complete opposite in yep. character development wise what what i'm a little confused is about he's still being hunted though he's still a fugitive well, that's how right. yeah he has a false name he, he's in the hospital now and nobody's recognizing his face well, whatsoever well he well he they said he he, he shaved, shaved and he that was hair, like so right, right 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 he right. changed his whole appearance oh, also his wife uh she apparently found him and then helped him and then eventually they yep. found love and whatnot so it's a whole little weird scenario about um the bad guy still getting the girl or whatever well let's let's go back to what he said to Gabriel back in when they were rescuing um Jim and uh, yeah yeah the other um he, Gabriel would say to him well why aren't you mad why aren't you upset at them for taking everything from you and he would ju- his reply was well I was never like you yes this, this yeah. isn't my life like, exactly you this isn't who I am I'm not actually hurting people I just needed something for that time I was just trying to care for people. he he didn't mean to hurt. Anyone. Like, Kane was more of the misunderstood villain. Yeah, Gabriel was more like a true outrageous, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, crazy person. Bad, well, bad he's like person. the, it's, it's like the stereotypical what creates a serial killer. Like, yeah. like, dramati- or traumatizing past, he, the death of people, his, his mother died, his father blamed him for that. Yep. And abuse. Abuse that he, again, as Paul said, the spark that created it, he just killed his father when he was. Out of self defense, though. Yeah, Se- self, self defense. Air quotation. Self defense. He was young, though. I mean, like I, I can't say that. Well, that's that's why he couldn't get like prosecutors because under a certain age, you're not like right, right, mentally there. Well, also he pulls the whole self defense card. I just and if and if you're, that's his self defense was 
into what um, he would call, or other people would call, a monster. The, he called his father a monster, and his self-defense killing he turned him into his monster, and that carried out throughout the whole book. It's like a really messed up hot potato. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if that's what you want to call it. Overall, and then okay, the other villain, if you want to call it, in this book was Jim basically fighting against himself. Yeah, was it was him? It was the making, mental battle. Yeah, it was the mental was, battle of him against himself and what he would do, how far he would push himself and test his limits, his own limits, to get. To eventually to find Gabriel. Well, he test, what did he test? He tested his the relationship with his daughter, his with his wife. his wife especially. Yeah. His friend. His his friend. Well, Graham. He, hey, not, Graham's not just a friend. He's like a brother. Like, yeah, they yeah. grew up together. Yeah. They're together. Like, 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 they're practically one person. He he, t- he tested every, like every important relationship around yeah. his him. boss, like all, all that, and then his boss. He pushed everybody aside. Eventually, he ended up like internally. He literally had an ulcer that was about to ate, go well, through his yeah. stomach. Like he. Well, at the end of the book, once once they get out, and he was feeling the burning in his stomach, he yeah he they yeah. found that he needed surgery. He needed to go in and get it. His fixed stomach again. completely opened. Everything yeah, yeah, yeah. was his, his massive ulcer, internal bleeding. It was yeah. His, his ulcer ate through his stomach. Yeah, the yeah. content spilled out. It was just the Which ashes. Obviously, it's not good. But no. this wasn't the only thing that almost killed him. Too, he almost killed himself. He he tried to commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. He, he was yeah. he was driving along the road he, and he just. He, he pulled over into an industry building, and uh, he saw a tree. He started driving, Swerved. and then right before... He just swerved into it. He, he swerved out. Like, this entire book, it was, what's Jim going to do? How is he going to react to um, this situation? And literally, any time that he maybe started to get a little bit better, another envelope would come. Yep. Yeah. And it would tear it, him apart. It, would, and it was just... A vicious, vicious cycle. It was a vicious cycle. He tried to take his pain out by drinking, he, it, like, all, all this stuff. Drinking, pushing people and, away so he didn't have to care as yeah. much. And in the end, it really took a toll yeah, on him. a huge toll. Um, and it took a toll on his relationships and everything around him, really, um, which didn't help. Because he's dealing with his own issues on this, and then he's also dealing with the consequences of it all. Like, his wife, he's saying this isn't going to work. Like a, Getting all back into like, the cycle of... Him messing up and then yeah. Jenny forgiving him and then yep. on and on and on. He's not there for his daughter. He can't yeah. go I, to things. Overall, though, I thought they did a good job like incorporating um, that layer of the battle wasn't only against Gabriel. It was against himself and making sure he even gets there. Which was a pretty big change from the last book because uh, the f- first from the last book, it just completely changed because... Um, Graham was, uh, he was struggling, but it wasn't really psychologically destroying him. Well, he it, was, it, well, I think, no, 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 it was, it just, I don't think, it didn't it, not physical toll. No, yeah. no, no, because, because he hadn't been getting, like, pictures of, of, of dead bodies, and he didn't well, yeah. have, like, pictures of his family to worry about, he, he didn't have, I wouldn't say he didn't have as much, but he didn't have, but he still the, had to, he didn't have quite the severity or the, uh, responsibility that he thought would be on his shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Well, he still had a huge responsibility, he, he, though, because he also had to take care of Lila and then uh, Sarah's parents. Yeah. Well, you, he, you have to take that into account. He too. did. However, I just, being a police officer, knowing that you're supposed to be protecting people also, and then 
this was this was also built off of when Sarah went missing. Yes, because yeah. because that's what sparked it for everybody: Jim, Graham, their wives. Well, because the book opened up with Jim having nightmares about Sarah being taken and about the whole the whole situation that happened in the first book. Um, and the prologue was all about his nightmare and him waking up, and then he received the envelope. So it took a toll on Jim before, and then it really started getting into it with the envelopes. Um, and overall, I think all the characters... All the characters were stressed out and mentally they were pushed to their limits because for Jim and Graham, they were pushing themselves to find these girls to get something done. And for their wives... They had like no Yeah, they had had nothing to go off of. They just... They were just... All he had was these pictures of random places. He had no idea where they were. And then their wives were being kind of held out of the loop. And so yeah. they they kind of feared the worst in some cases for some things. Like at one point, the fear was that um, Jim was cheating. Was that Jim, Jim was cheating, cheating on yeah. Yeah, um, and he didn't really do anything to help that because you know out late, out drinking this this this. He couldn't say yes or no. Yeah. he just, he couldn't explain himself. He couldn't explain himself. He and, kept telling lies to cover up what he was doing, and because he didn't want people to actually yeah. find out what was going on. Yeah. And overall, that battle between I kind of every every of the every one of the main characters and themselves was kind of an overlying theme. Everyone from Jim and Graham to even Gabriel had battles with himself over um, everything that happened in his past. And, and that overall, like kind of man versus self type um, approach to the book, yeah, that had a really it, yeah. tight grasp on the whole book. Yeah, so. and I, I think it, I think it again added another layer, and there are a whole lot of layers to dissect with this book. Um, that made it a good book, for the most part. Um, besides the besides the dragging on in the middle with uh, the kind of the situations, uh, I thought it was a decent book, and um, I thought it was a good uh, well, uh, probably not sequel. A good another good addition good follow to the up. series. Yeah, good, good follow up. up. And I don't know if this is a wrap on the series or if there's more after this, but I'd like to see another book. I, I would definitely like to see more to this because I like, I like, I, what I like about the last book that they didn't do too well in this book is that the last book had a good uh, ending you knew it tied up all the questions you, you had, had well you had mm-hmm. something to go off of. yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure this the way this ended it uh, it, it did end kind of close ended well it ended within the hospital like everyone was like well, buddy, yeah, every, like every, everyone was good like it, well, it, it, yeah it ended with Graham staying in his room or in, and Jenny telling Jim that There'd be there'd be no more secrets. There's yeah. this is going to be like the end yeah. of all their problems, hopefully. And so they could end the series if they wanted to, but at the same time, I definitely think they could come. They could squeeze yes. more out. I think they'd have to introduce. They definitely more, have. They'd to have to introduce more like characters. more than more characters. Yeah, so. oh definitely. Like more than Gabriel, you'd have to. I'd say like two or three more new characters, characters. like Maybe another cop or something like and that. And I think they'd more last need a new interesting situation because they went for both in the first book the kind of the misunderstood villain and then they went for the evil villain that that um the serial killer with gabriel where do you go from here because introducing another character like either one of those two or there's another they mentioned i think it was joe there was another officer or maybe the Mm -hmm. chief or maybe Mm -hmm. um, graham's yeah head of Office. I think you could, could do a lot more you spin-offs. Could, you could definitely add on to one of those yep. and have their own story because I think 
if you wanted to go with Graham's um, head office, I'm pretty sure he's in Albany. So if you yeah. wanted to move the story away from the Adirondacks, you'd go there. If you wanted to keep it there, you could go with someone in the Johnstown Police Department. There's a lot of possibilities. Yeah. Um, overall, though, what would you rate the book? Um, I, I'd probably give it a solid 7. 7 out of 10. That was exactly yeah, what I was thinking, here, actually. Was thinking 7, seven out, out of 10. 10. It was a good book, it, but it, it, it's not going to win any, you know... Awards anytime soon, but I it was a solid book. It's pretty good. Yeah, a solid book. All right, Are we well, that a wrap. We'll wrap that up. Sorry about the random interruptions. <laughs> uh, teachers apparently need to make copies every three seconds. Yes. So yeah, stupid copy machine. All right. Um, thank you. And see you later.